Welcome to the AMH Network podcast, uh, The Alternative. I'm Glenn Johnston, the editor of AMH Network, and joining me for today's podcast is Paul James, our entertainment editor. Welcome, Paul. How are you, um, We haven't actually had a podcast in a while, so we're going to be covering off on a fair bit of entertainment and gaming news. Uh, most of the music news in the last couple of weeks has been pretty redundant, so we won't uh, go over too much old ground there. So we'll just get stuck into entertainment straight away. Um, a lot of new shows have returned, Paul. We've got our Homeland back. Uh, we've yeah, got Gotham, a new show. Gotham's two weeks in. I think yep. it's Australian premieres this week, I think. Yep. Um, Sons of Anarchy's back. Um, we've got The Walking Dead coming back soon. Um, and then uh, so many shows also are finishing up. The Strain's finished up this week. They've finished tonight. Um, finishes tonight. Yeah, but this week in Australia. Um, um, but then even on t- returning shows, you've got the likes of Supernatural, The Flash, um, Arrow that are all back this week as well, Wednesday, Thursday. Yep, so it's pretty much the well, season so. for pretty much the switch over starts now, I suppose. Yeah, and I, I guess you kind of find that um, like a lot of the shows that we've discussed in previous podcasts have been in America anyway, some of those cable shows, your Game of Thrones and your Ray Donovans and all those, they're all those cable shows that just kind of come out in the, in the off season. This is basically the uh, start of kind of that commercial network TV ratings period. So it's where you get the Supernaturals and the Arrows and... The Sons of Anarchy and all that. Big Bang yeah. Theories, all those. They, they all start coming back in this sort of time of the year. Yeah, well, they all start filming during the summer over there for the better weather, so they turn them around pretty quickly. Um, the Strain finishes up... Uh, well, I suppose it's finished now in America. Um, without spoiling the last episode too much, it's been a, it's been a good season. Um it's been better than I expected. Um, for those of you that are unaware of the strain, um, I compare it to sort of like a. At the moment, it's currently a little bit like The Walking Dead, but vampires. Yeah, more or less. It's yep. quite dark, quite violent. Um, yeah, but not quite in the same way that The Walking Dead is. Outside of the obviously obvious. Yeah, it's actually got some pretty good storyline. Yeah, to it. Um, without a lot of twists. Without spoiling anything, plot wise, I promise I won't do that. Uh, what I really liked about this finale was that there was lots of kind of ebb and flow. Like that it wasn't just balls to the wall action, nor was it this kind of deep, sombre sort of mood. Like there was real good roller coaster ride feel about the whole episode, yep. which was which was great to see in a forty-five minute episode. Yep. Um, did you watch the Ray Donovan finale yet? Yeah, saw that last week. I think it was. Yeah, enjoyed that. Um, it's definitely gone downhill a little bit since one of the writers, the main writer, showrunner, quit the show um, just before this season. So I don't know, actually. Like, I kind of found when I watched the first season, and I've described what I'm kind of like in the past, if I'm not completely engaged, I tend to start looking at the iPad or something like that. This season, I was glued the whole way through, and in particular, this second season finale. Like, I was riveted. Um, again, I won't try and spoil anything, but... Um, I and couldn't take my eyes off it. I was, I was really quite hooked. Yep. Um, what other shows have you been watching? Um, there's not been a huge amount because, as you said, most shows are wrapped up. I guess The Big Bang Theory's been back for two weeks now, so I've been watching that. Yeah. Um, but there's not a lot else. A lot of a lot of the TV I watch is starting this yeah, week. Yeah. One of my one, one of my favourite little comedies is uh, Brooklyn Nine Nine with uh, Andy Samberg. I've heard um, a bit about that's it. That's a few episodes back. That is that is probably my new favourite comedy on television. Um, it's a NYPD sort of 20-minute cop comedy every week. The writing's absolutely fantastic. Um, the characters are great. Um, it's probably one of the most uh, sort of uh, underrated, sort of flying under the radar shows. It actually scooped a heap of awards um, in America earlier this year, so it's, it's been pretty well received over there. Um, I don't think it's getting any commercial coverage over here. 
yet, or it, it, it may, it, it may have it. Yet, no. But um, I haven't really seen too many previews or any ads or nothing on commercial television, so I'm not sure where that's at. But if you're a fan of shows like you know Two and a Half Men, um, Big Bang Theory, that sort of um, twenty minute light and easy comedy, um, it's really really worth the watch. So better than those though. Um, as as you said, it's your well, early Two and a Half Men was was pretty good. Um, Big Bang Theory, you know, it's, even though it's not everyone's cup of tea, it's pretty well written. So, yeah. um, you know, it's uh, it's definitely up there though. Um, also, some news which caught my, I think it was last week, was basically the cast of True Detective season two was confirmed. Um, Colin Farrell and uh, Vince Vaughn. Vince Vaughn, yeah. Yep, which is uh, well, last season star Woody Harrelson and Matthew McConaughey. McConaughey. So um, it's, I think it's back early next year. I'm trying to return. think. I'm trying to think back to when it actually aired. I feel like it was around that kind of yeah. It definitely January, it come out sort of that Jan Feb period. So I'm I'm assuming it's going to be out around then. Because I kind of um, rocked up at work for the start of this year, and everyone was starting to talk about it. I couldn't quite. Yeah, I'm really looking forward to the chemistry then to bring sort of that leading role. Um, who knows which way it's going to go? Vince Vaughn doesn't really do too much serious stuff. But I but, guess they're backing him in. Maybe yeah. maybe this character does still have, kind of have a, have a lighter edge. I don't know. Yeah, it, it would kind of stand out in contrast to what we've seen so far in the series. But you never wh- know, I suppose. What are your thoughts of Gotham so far? Um, I've enjoyed it so far. You could tell that the pilot episodes. So we're two episodes in so you far. You could definitely tell that the um, pilot was shot well in advance, and there's, there's been a few little character tweaks since then. Yeah. Um, but I've really enjoyed it. It's actually it's quite a nice origin story. Um, and for those of you unaware, Gotham, it's basically set in the city that Batman's based in, but it's Batman... pre-Batman. It's basically. pre-Batman. So Batman's pretty much a seven or eight-year-old child in it, um, and it doesn't centre around him whatsoever. No, I mean, if you've um, seen the movies, you know that Bruce Wayne's parents have died. Yeah, so it's pretty much around Jim Gordon. At that period, and it focuses on, yeah, yep, so Detective Gordon. And Detective Gordon, so... The origin character... Uh, sorry, origins of him and a whole bunch of the villains and Bruce Wayne kind of come to know if you've seen any of those movies. Yeah, so I suppose Catwoman. Catwoman. Yeah, she's in it. The second episode was actually titled Selena Kyle, which is Catwoman's yeah. actual. Yeah, and she was name. actually she was she's, in the first episode. She was in the first as well. one, um, The Penguin. Penguin's yeah, in it, and he's played a pretty major role so far. Yeah. Have you seen both episodes? Yeah, yeah I've seen both. Yeah, yeah. So it's good to get that background story, I suppose, on how it all originated and how it's tracking, I suppose, and how it tie into sort of you know the Batman films that we're sort of familiar, familiar with, which is not yeah. going to tie in, but at least it gives you a good background understanding of it. Well, I think a few of these sort of comic book adaptations, and I'm, I've been speaking to a few people uh, who are well-versed in the kind of comic book mythology, they um, they do point out that these writers are taking a few little liberties along the way. Yeah. But, I mean, they're, they're not disappointed by it, and as someone who's not particularly versed at all in in all in the background there, I'm really quite enjoying it well as well, and that applies to Gotham, Arrow. I've seen the pilot for The Flash, which yeah starts this week. Yeah, um, I think there's another one. There's Constantine coming later on as well, but they've all been really good so far. So, um, speaking of TV, the Simpsons Family Guy crossover episode. I haven't actually seen it. You have not seen it. Um, I want to, but so. I I've seen it. It runs for about 42 minutes. I think it runs for... It's a longer one. Yeah, it's a longer one. Um, and they've done it really, really well. I know there's a review on the website, which uh, one of our writers claims basically it's a two and a half star out of five job, which, you know, if you're 
if you're uh, if you're in the way of thinking that the Simpsons is long gone and it's long past its use by date, you'll probably think that way. Well, what's your stance? So you're not. Oh, I, I love the Simpsons still. I reckon if these I'm caught up with most if, new seasons. If the last fifty, if the first fifteen years of the Simpsons didn't happen, the the current, the last ten seasons would be you it's know like classics. Yeah, exactly. Um, you know the writing's still good. Um, you know, and it's still rating through the roof. So at the end of the day, you know, people still watch it. But no, the crossover episode was great. They tied it in really well. Um, Bart was ba- Stewie. Uh, well, Bart was basically Stewie's hero. Um, which was done really well. Now, I um, did see... Promo. Lisa and Meg, you know, Meg was, you know, a world-class saxophone player and Lisa cracked the shits with her. Um, you know, there was this fantastic scene with uh, with Homer and old uh, thingamabob at the Peter. car wash, Peter Griffin at the car wash. I saw promos for it, oh, yep. maybe a month and a half before it actually aired. Was there a... Like in Family Guy, the chicken fight. Was there a Peter versus Homer? Yeah, fight? Peter versus Homer oh, fight. Good. Oh, I was hoping that yeah, wasn't no, a promo. It's great. So definitely check it out. Um, it's well worth it's well worth the look. Um, I might have to. Yeah, no, I laughed the whole way through, and I did not think I'd enjoy it. And they just did, did it so well. Um, they poked fun at each other, copying each other's shows, and then basically they poked fun at each other, copying the Flintstones. So. Oh, all right. Uh, well, okay. So we've got a two and a half star review on the site. What would you personally give it? If you, oh, if you were to slap a rating on it, I don't know. It's, it's without, a 40 minute cartoon. It's, it's probably, you know, it's a four out of five star. All right. Yeah, no, it's good. Um, oh, I think they're actually bringing out DVD special of it and everything like that. So, cash in, cash in close to Christmas time. So, yeah. makes sense. Um, Homeland kicked off today. Where yeah. do you think that's going to go? Um, absolutely no idea. So, if you haven't. Which we haven't seen it yet. So, so. I haven't seen it myself yet. Um, I'm looking forward to. Once we're done here, but um, season three, spoiler alert, uh, Brody was hung at the end of the season, and I don't think there was any doubt between us. No, that he he's dead. I think he's gone. Um, which was probably a good thing because that that whole arc that originally was only planned for season one stretched for far too long, um, and you you could tell the quality of the writing was dropping off. Uh, viewership was starting to drop off. So I think killing him off has probably been a good thing. Now, where they go with it, I have no idea. I mean, it could be set a few years down the track from a teaser I've seen. I believe Carrie now has a child. So, I don't know. We'll see where it goes. Um, I'm looking forward to that. Um, Watched any film lately, Paul? No, nothing really. Nothing? I mean, I've been trying to keep up with news, but I haven't caught any films of I uh, got along over the weekend saw Gone Girl the new film starring Ben Affleck yeah um, I've actually heard a lot of positive press about written it. by uh, I think it's Gillian Flynn um, so basically uh, you know becomes America's most hated man when his wife goes missing and it's basically a thriller slash crime slash drama um, film about the events that follow his wife's disappearance um, stars Ben Affleck um, I think it's Rosamund Pike um, Neil Patrick Harris, Tyler I heard he Perry. Was, I heard Neil Patrick Harris was alright in it. Yeah, no, he he wasn't too bad. He didn't really have a main part in it, but um, it also starred uh, Patrick Fugit, which uh, he's basically been off the radar for a long, long time now. He starred in Almost Famous, uh, roughly about ten to twelve years ago, and he finally got a major part again, um, sort of in a blockbuster film. Um, Internet Movie Database has it an eight point seven out of ten at the moment, so that says enough about the film. Yeah. Um, for me, I give it four stars out of five. Um, a lot of people read the book and, you know, 
reckon that it's pretty similar to it and the comparisons are up there. Oh, good. Um, I might have to look into it. I mean, yeah, it's, it's definitely past, um, it's definitely the best film that I've seen in the past sort of uh, three to four months. It's yeah, good. Up there, no, so. I don't get along to see too many movies, so if it's coming, and I've seen it heaped with praise so far, so maybe yep. I'll have to give it a look. Any other entertainment news that we sort of uh, haven't dabbled in yet? Um, well, I guess as far as news goes, so you may have heard that there's a Rush Hour TV show coming. So you remember Rush Hour, the movies, along yeah. with Jackie Chan and... Um, Are any Tucker. of the original cast in it? Uh, nothing's confirmed yet. Like, it's it's been confirmed to be in production, but there's been no casting details. I can't imagine that either of them will be in it. Yep. Um, as with most of these sort of TV adaptations, but you never know. Yep. Um, Black Sails, so pirate theme show that was on Stars. How did that go first season? So it's basically... or quality-wise? Um, ratings wise ratings wise it did really well but um, quality wise um, it was divisive it was a bit of a slow burn I don't think people were quite expecting it at first I watched Pirates, you think oh, yeah, you know, lots of action all that sort of stuff and it was more of a character sort of I tried to watch the first episode and it was that slow that I turned it off yeah um, it was certainly one that you had to persist with it but I, I felt there was payoff at the end and payoff that's probably going to continue rolling on to the next season. So yeah, but at the end January of the, 24th is... At the end of the day, though, a new show, pirate show starting off, if, if it doesn't you draw to, you in the first 30 yeah, minutes, they haven't need, done anything. You really right. need to capture the audience straight away. Yeah. Um, CBS has ordered a Supergirl TV show, so another comic book series is going to TV. Yep. Um, there have been trailers for The Newsroom, which comes back November 9th. Yep, um, for, for its, its final, final season. season, yep. And the season five of The Walking Dead, both of which can be checked out on the site. Walking Dead starting this heaps coming and, Monday. Yeah, heaps and heaps of trailers. Yeah. Is it back? So it's back next Monday. It's, I'm pretty sure it was no, yeah, the second week uh, second week of this month. It's going to be so, really interesting to see, we'll see where that goes as well. Yeah. Um, they needed to kind of pick things up. Season four was a bit lackluster. But the way they've set it up could mean that we're getting a bit more action. Like, that. I guess what we just spoke about with Black Sails was kind of my concern with season four of The Walking yep. Dead. That it dragged a little bit. Um, as far as film goes, again, we've got some trails for Jupiter Ascending, which is from the, uh, I want to pronounce it right, the Wachowski brothers, the guys who did The Matrix. Um, there's a trailer there to check out. Pixar put out a trailer for Inside Out. Um, the Assassin's Creed movie. Uh, that's slid a little bit as Fantastic Four, a reboot of that film series, has taken over its slot for August 7 of yep. next year. And uh, Deadpool, another comic book adaptation, they're really cashing in on this, Feb 12, 2016. Yep. And in slightly quirkier news, Pikmin, which is a video game series, has um, a kind of a small cult following for Nintendo. That's getting a series of short movies as well. Um, I'm not too sure how they plan on distributing that, but that's something that's happening as well. Yep. And then there's a few other reviews to check out on the site. So as well as you, what you were talking about with Gone Girl, we've got reviews for The Little Death, The Equalizer, which has Denzel Washington in it, yep. and The Skeleton Twins. And they're all up and readable on the site. So. And they can all be checked out at amhnetwork.com um, just for a bit of toilet reading or, you know, lunch break at work. Yeah. Um, and they're, they're really good quality too. We've got some great writers there Contrib- uh, yeah. contributing some great reviews. Um, touching just a little bit on some music now, um, we've covered off entertainment pretty well. Um, did you see that Nickelback news with the Nickelback Kickstarter? Uh, yeah, for them not to go to London. Not to go to London. So some chap in London has launched a Kickstarter com- campaign and 
Um, he wants to raise a thousand dollars for Nickelback not to come to London. Pound wasn't it? So uh, I think currency slightly different. I think it was converted, so was I'm not sure if it was even like five hundred pound or something. But um, so basically, if you donated one pound or one quid or whatever it was, he would write one email to Nickelback. To Nickelback with your if name you on it saying did you don't want a ten dollar donation. He would write an even meaner email to Nickelback. So um, he's going to personalise them all. I guess it was off the back of a similar sort of thing, but in the opposite way, to bring the Foo Fighters to, I think it was Virginia in, in the US. Somewhere in the US where they end up launching, raising enough money. Yeah, and it sounds like it's going to happen, is that right? I think, I haven't happened. looked, but I think it has happened. Oh, that'd be good. Um, especially if it has happened. Uh, yeah, it's in another um, country, so I'm not really following up. But, but yeah, uh, I, I did see the Nickelback uh, thing, and that, that was amusing. Um, <laughs> I, I, I personally I'm not a massive fan of Nickelback but like at the end of the day they've got something like 30 or 40 million social media fans they're, they're quite a popular band so uh, they're one of those where you either love them or hate them there's I, I, I don't think you can talk to anyone about that band and not have them in one extreme or the other there's no kind of middle ground with them nah um, and I suppose they've got their own niche market and good luck to them they're making millions and millions and millions and millions and oh, millions yeah, they, of dollars they keep churning out the same album they keep they keep topping the radio charts so you know they're up there with your other favourite band Coldplay Paul so I'm pretty sure <laughs> Coldplay and Nickelback will be on repeat in your car on the way home um, also just uh, some music news um, Yellow Card dropped their new album this Friday um, it's been spinning at AMH Network headquarters for the last pretty much two weeks um, it's absolutely sensational we'll have a review up on the website soon so you mean your house um, we spoke to uh, frontman Ryan Key the other day that interview should be up by Friday as well um, and you know it's one of our most anticipated releases of the year. Um, Yellow Card are a band that pretty much every time we post about them on the website, blows up. It just blows up and gets you know thousands and thousands of hits every every time we post about them. So um, some people might think that they're still not relevant, I suppose, to the music scene, but they're still quite popular. Well, I remember you being a big fan even back. Oh, yeah, school. I suppose you know they they've been a, they've been around a long time now, so they're 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 pretty big and they've got a pretty dedicated fan base. Um, just touching on gaming, Paul. So you know, gaming. We we won't just touch on it. You've got a lot to cover off, but you know, we'll try and keep oh. it under five minutes. Yeah, we'll keep it short and sharp. So how's uh, the gaming news going at the moment? All right. So last podcast we spoke about the new Nintendo 3DS, and I got in a rant about how that kind of conflicted with sort of typical marketing strategy. But that's yep. locked in for Australia only on November 21st release. The Americans, the Europeans, not seeing it. Um, so. A little odd, but as Aussies, I don't think we're going to complain too much. Um, the Witcher 3, uh, which is one of the biggest, probably, games for next year. Yep. Uh, there's been a bunch of new screenshots there to take a look at. Um, Civilization Beyond Earth, which is coming out oh, only a few weeks here. 10-minute um, demo that's been put online, so any Civilization fans, go and have a look. Uh, along with some Dragon Age Inquisition trailers. Again, that's coming out next month. Lots of featurettes. Just talking about the various gameplay mechanics so you can kind of explore those a little bit. Um, some uh, Call of Duty videos leaked during the week. Is that right? Oh, really? So um, they've been pretty popular. I, 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 I actually watched a couple of them. a little bit when it comes to Call of Duty. I actually but... watched a couple of them today at work. Um, they were absolutely sensational. That game's out soon, isn't it? Uh, November... 
third. I'm so gonna say it's was. pretty much going to be in every stocking if it doesn't already get purchased. Yeah, prior um, to Christmas. Typically with Call of Duty, and this is not just this year, but past years, a lot of other games kind of clear out when it comes like they wait for Activision to lock in a release date. Because it pretty much because it breaks the records every year, doesn't yeah, it? Yeah, I mean the only time it hasn't been uh, since probably Call of Duty Four, the first Modern Warfare. Yeah. Um, the only title that's ever topped it was last year, and that was GTA Five, and that was that smashed every rec- conceivable record. Yeah. Um, it's sold like thirty million copies already, with the HD ones coming in November themselves. Yeah. Um, so it's, it's what is it like one year on now since PS Four, pretty much. Yeah, pretty close. Uh, yeah, in about mid-November, it's a year already. Yeah. Um, time flies a little bit, I suppose. It's uh, it's it's been a big twelve months of the console. Yeah. Um, and, and and as well as the Xbox One as well. But um, I guess many gamers who adopted it day one would probably argue there hasn't been a huge amount for it yet. But I think gaming culture these days is very much now, 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 and they just don't always understand that these things take a while to develop. These developers who are working for projects for the PS4 and Xbox One need to take a bit of time to understand how the console yep. works. Um, and they probably need to just cool their jets a little bit because it's usually the second and third year of the console's lifespan where you really start to see those big games. And next year probably is a perfect example of that with the likes of The Order 1886, Halo 5, Uncharted 4 and a number of so others. So there's definitely some massive releases dropping. Yeah, next year is going to be huge. But that's not to rule out this year as well because there are some great titles. There's some that have already been. Yeah. Um, such as Destiny, which we reviewed. Um, even uh, oh, Forza Horizon for the Xbox One, which a review went up for that today. Uh, Infamous First Light for PS4. FIFA 15 uh, for Wii U owners, Hyrule Warriors. Um, Super Smash Brothers came out for the 3DS this past weekend. We've got a review coming for that, I think, tomorrow. Um, all going well. Um, but Anything I guess, else you want to touch on gaming related? Yeah, just to wrap up the news, I guess. Um, Uncharted 4, which is, yeah, I mentioned a moment ago, one of the really big games for next year. There's been a few pieces of concept art leaked for that yep. over the course of the week. There's a big art of Naughty Dog thing coming out next month. Some images from that got out. Um, Final Fantasy 15, which again, uh, we're hoping is next year, but that could be anything. Um, there's a demo that's finally going to be coming out for that in March next year with the release of one of the other Final Fantasy uh, games that's finally coming in March. Uh, and Guerrilla Games, who are known for the Killzone first-person shooter franchise, they seem to be taking things in a new direction with a kind of sci-fi RPG sort of bent. There's been some leaked images for that, which can also be checked out on the site to have a look at there. Yep. Um, and I guess for anyone who's unsure of what they might want to buy gaming-wise this month, we've got the Games of October list. And the so they're all they're all games that come out this month. Yeah, they're all games that come out this month. You yep. can usually expect to find, for example, uh, ahead of November, you'll probably find the games of November article two or three days before November starts, just to work out what you might or might not want to buy. It's pretty comprehensive. We'll give a couple of paragraphs for each game um, that might be coming, just to give you a bit of detail. Yeah. Um, and we uh, we chatted with uh, developers of a small indie project, Aegis Defenders. Um, it got recently kickstarted much in the same way that this Nickelback thing's going. Um, and we had a chat to them about their upcoming projects, so have a look at that on the website as well. Yep, uh, that's great. Um, just to wrap up for the podcast, um, big shout out to a few advertisers on the website at the moment. Soundwave Festival, make sure you get your Soundwave tickets. Um, you know, the biggest event next year music-wise in Australia. 
Um, the new uh, Rancid album comes out. I think it's uh, it's October twenty first. It drops in Australia. Um, so make sure you grab a copy of that. Um, and the Manchester Orchestra tour in November. Um, they've been supporting the site as well. So big shout out to them. Um, thanks for joining us, Paul. Yeah, thanks again. Hopefully, uh, we'll be probably podcasting next week if we can just find time for it. It's, yeah. it, it is very, very uh, We're a bit hard to lock down time. Um, um, with daylight savings, though, kicking in Australia, longer days, you know, maybe I'll feel like doing some podcasting after work and not trying to utilize the last ounce of daylight. Um, so once again, thanks for listening. Um, make sure you subscribe on iTunes or check out our SoundCloud account. And uh, we look forward to you listening to our next podcast next week.